0: That don't believe in
1: science. Written on your forehead, always be denying. You're the dummy that don't believe in science. Written on your forehead, always be denying. Hey, we got words
0: to say to you. Alright, we're here to record episode two. Episode two we've made it. We have made it. This is it. This is the big leagues. We've gotten past our first episode. Yeah. We are in the process of editing episode number one. And now recording episode number two. This is real commitment. It yeah. is. It feels good. It does. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. All right. Do we have some things to start us off? Yes. Heck yes. Um, Let's start off with a fact. Okay. I've been really excited to share this fact with you. I'm so excited. Since I did the fun fact last week, we're going to have Celia give it this week, and she would not share it with me, so I'm so excited to hear it. Okay, buckle in, guys, because it's a funny one. At least I thought it was funny. If you guys don't think it's funny, I suppose that's okay, but I was excited about it. Okay. There is no known scientific way of predicting earthquakes. The most reliable method is to count the number of missing cats in the local paper. If it trebles, which I had to look up, it's triples. Triples. Yeah. That's, I, was, I was kind of alluding to this fun fact earlier. Um, I had to look up a word. I had to look up trebles because I'm only familiar with the word treble in music. And it would really have been easier to use triple. Yeah, I've never heard that used in that context before. Yeah. Not that I look into earthquake stuff often at all. Yeah. But so I wonder if it's just specifically for talking about earthquakes. I don't know. But, but it doesn't sound like it. Yeah. So basically, um, if you if the number of missing cats triples an earthquake is Eminent. that's so weird i yeah. wonder why that is i have no idea but do they just like sense it have like a sixth f- sense of knowing that an earthquake's coming and they just run away i mean maybe and i also wonder if this is kind of an old-fashioned fact yeah because like maybe a wives' tale maybe because i can imagine how like in the 50s 60s 70s people will post their missing cat in the newspapers, yeah, I don't really think anybody's doing that any d- anymore, right? Like I'll see the signs on like the telephone poles, yeah, <laughs> the telephone poles that will say missing cat. But I, I mean, I don't read the newspaper, so yeah, and I, I mean, I see like missing missing pets on facebook mm-hmm. and instagram and stuff like oh, that. oh i've never seen that before yeah i've seen a few people okay. that i've known and it's like friend of a friend oh, of a friend i'm gonna repost share. yeah i've seen that with missing people is there a correlation with the earthquakes there i don't think so okay maybe <laughs> no. no no okay what? we won't spread false news <laughs> hey, just so you know if <laughs> the number of missing people triples if it trebles if, if it trebles excuse me trebles an <laughs> earthquake is in that which okay i thought it was a um a, a spelling error yeah but and so i googled it and multiple sources had the same fact which mm. i got this specific fact from the HuffPost. post yeah but, um multiple sources had it treble okay Whatever that means. So maybe it's just been copy pasted. And maybe it was all just a... <laughs> um that's super weird. So I guess if your cat starts going missing and you notice other cats around are going missing, be prepared for an earthquake. But where are they going? Are they just like I'm out? We got I mean, we gotta go, <laughs> and they're loading up and rolling out. Yeah, they have like an exit plan. They're like an earthquake's coming. Meet at the starbucks down the road <laughs> and i also wonder how soon before the earthquake yeah that's what i was gonna ask too is it like the morning before is it like the week leading up to because if they can sense it like a week leading up to the actual event they yeah. can get pretty far but the morning of, right. you might as well just stay put yeah because you're gonna i mean i don't know how quickly cats can run or for how long they can endure at that speed but have you ever seen the movie homeward bound they no. can get pretty far really yeah i should watch that movie it's a classic i'm not schmizzy. a movie watcher i am the most uncultured movie watcher <laughs> that's a fact and celia is so good at quoting movies and so half of our conversation is lost because she quotes movies and I just it goes right over my head. It's so funny because she's almost given up asking where's that from and just acknowledges <laughs> that she probably hasn't seen it. Yeah. But that's a that's a pretty classic. That's like old school Disney. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I never used to get to watch J because my mom said that it was really traumatic for kids. So I mean it was pretty traumatic. I can't really remember the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. It's if anybody hasn't seen Homeward Bound, close your ears now. It's been out for like fifty years. So, <laughs> so you- I guess <laughs> I guess you're kind of late to the game if you haven't seen it. If it's spoiled for you, I'm sorry, but it's been out for a long time. <laughs> but it's this two these two dogs and this cat that get lost somehow. And they spend, it's the entire movie. I, Growing up, I swear this movie was three hours long. It was just, it was so long. Yeah. And the entire movie is them trying to get back home. Oh, it's just their little adventure. Yeah. That's cute. But it's, so it's live action. Yeah. And... So oh, it over. was the OG yeah, Disney yeah. live action, like Old Yeller. Um. Oh yeah, yeah. That kind of. Oh yes. Genre. But gotcha. Yeah. So the like the animals talk to each other, but like the pig movie, Babe. Babe. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't high tech enough to you know edit their mouths to make them speak. Yeah. And so they just look at each other and you'd hear the dialogue and you're like, oh, the cat is speaking. Oh, cool. I'll have to have you watch it sometime. Okay. That'll be our homework for this week. (laughs) Watch when we're (laughs) down. Maybe not this week. We'll see see where the week takes us. Yeah. Well, that was a fun fact. Yeah. You're welcome. (laughs) So everybody keep an eye out for your cats or neighborhood cats. Cool. Um, well, I have an update actually from last week, oh, so you know how last week I was talking about national parks? Yes, so I was scrolling through my Instagram feed, and I don't even remember who I saw post this. I wish I remember I would give them credit, but um, I saw that the Senate actually just passed a bill that was like related to national parks, and I was so sad that I totally missed it on my like spiel last week so i just wanted to update everybody the senate just passed a bill for 9.5 billion dollars wow. to go to the country's national parks for basically park maintenance um, and conservation efforts because i guess like right now what they do is they have this system where like income from and don't quote me on this because i just did some quick like google searches on what this was but basically what they did was um they would take their revenue from like oil industries and stuff and half of it was supposed to go to the national parks and stuff but ended up going other places and so now they're like committing this amount of money to national parks so hopefully they'll get some good updates and more people will go be able to visit and enjoy. So, dang, that's awesome. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. So, really putting cool. our money into the environment. Heck yes, that's what I like to see. It's good stuff. It's sweet. Well, yeah. other than that, how was your week? It was good. It was really busy. I traveled to Arizona for work this week. So, but I'm back here just hanging out for the weekend. Good stuff. Yeah. It's- how about you? It was a good week. Um, I've been working a lot on, well, so we're pre-recording these episodes. Yeah. And so it's been a lot of work and time to go into making sure that this um, podcast is 100% what we want it to be before we launch, mm-hmm. hopefully in the coming weeks. Yeah. Um, so that's what I've been working on. Celia has been such a stud. Let me just give her a plug right now oh, for taking just this project on and she's killing it with the editing. So props, dude. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I hope you guys can bear with me and my editing. It's been a bit of a learning curve, but it's yeah. been good. Yeah. And sorry about my mic last week. I don't know what happened. And... Hopefully, we'll try to edit it out, but it might not sound super good. So hopefully, from here on out, it'll be sounding good. Awesome, awesome. Well, how are you eco-friendly this week? I know we left a challenge in our last last episode about looking for ways to pick up trash anywhere you can. Yeah. How How did that go? <laughs> did you find other things to do? Yeah, so this week I try to go on walks, um, especially while I'm traveling, because, you know, I don't have, well, I don't really have, you know, gyms are open and stuff right now. So walking is kind of my workout. But um, I was definitely trying to go on walks and being more mindful of seeing trash when I um, pass by to pick it up. Um, I think I only did it once, actually. But the other day I was taking our recycle bin out and on my way to the recycle bin, I saw some plastic in the sidewalk area and I picked it up and threw it in the recycle bin too. Um, but other than that, I've been trying to think. I was telling Celia because I am trying to be better. I travel a lot for work and so I'm trying to be better about being eco-friendly while I'm traveling which is really hard because I'm eating out a lot and I just don't have like my normal stuff that I have at home. And so what I did was I went and bought one of those like backpacking utensil sets. Um, and that's just like on a little clip thing. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Is it like a carabiner kind of? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's one of those. So it just has the fork and spoon and knife all attached together. And I just throw it in my backpack. Um, and then that way, when I go out to eat and I bring food back to the hotel for like dinner, um, I don't have to get plastic utensils from the places. So that's how I tried to do my part this week. What about you? Look at you go. Before we move on to me, I'm going to put in a little plug here. Oh, yeah. About our recycle bin. Plug it. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Let's go. So we were following along with REI's Opt Outside Challenge here. It started in December. Yeah, And I really encourage everybody to take a look at it. Mm -hmm. If you just Google REI Opt Outside, um, they give you – I can't remember – if we talked about this last week, I think all. we mentioned it, but it's definitely worth talking about again because it's super, super awesome, Heck yes, Yeah. So one of the challenges for one of the weeks was to recycle when and where you can.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so what we what we did was we Googled Utah's recycle laws. Which is important because every state has different things that you can recycle. So if you're trying to get on the recycle boat, make sure you go look that up. Mm-hmm. And it definitely depends on what recycle bins are in your, are in your area, yeah. what recycle centers are in your area. It Like everything depends yeah. on where you're at. Um, and so we Googled what Utah's recycle policies were. Um, done a really neat printout sheet I don't even know if they I think I just took a picture that said do's and don'ts and just blew it up onto a word document Mm -hmm. and taped it onto our wall yeah and we went to I don't we're back to this debate if we can (laughs) if we can name names of stores but we went to (laughs) Schmargett good old (laughs) Schmargett and we it just got it was actually a laundry hamper. Yeah. And so it was just big tall hamper that had a a like mesh, bag, net, a inside. mesh net, yeah. net bag. Yeah. Inside the hamper. And which I guess we didn't really need the net yeah. bag. But it's kind of them. kept stuff away from the like outside. mm mm-hmm. And which is nice. we've had some leakages and spillages. Yeah. And so some things have stained. And I think it would have caused bigger stains. Right. Which if you're if you're wanting to keep your cute recycle bin yeah. you know, clean, that's mesh mesh bag comes in really handy. But we we just set it right next to our trash can. And when you're going to throw things away, you know, just look at the poster and if it's on the poster put it in the bag yep so that's which has been awesome it's kind of make it made it easier for us to not just throw everything in the trash because we have that other option Mm -hmm. and on top of that especially like i don't have the time or energy to commit to memory utah's recycling laws yeah and so it's been so nice just to have like neatly taped to the wall what you can and can't recycle Mm -hmm. and so if I have any questions about it I can look at the list if it's not on the list sometimes I just recycle it anyways yeah um, and let the people take care of it yeah (laughs) but yeah that's that's my little plug for our recycle bin it's 10 out of 10 yes been so helpful in this like This whole journey in learning to recycle, to be a little bit more conscientious of the things that I'm using, Mm -hmm. it's been good. Yeah, which for me, I'm from Washington, specifically like Seattle area, and it was such a shock for me to move down to Utah, triangulating my location again, but (laughs) to move down to Utah where laws are just kind of different, style of living is kind of different, and recycling is just less of a popular thing here. And like growing up, we always had a recycle bin, and it was just kind of like I was used to it. But then when I got to Utah and it was less accessible for me to recycle, I found myself just throwing plastic bottles, plastic, whatever, just away and going to the trash instead of, you know, really trying to make the effort of recycling where I can and now I think we've done a good job of having it in our house and the recycle station that's near us is about like a block away maybe Mm -hmm. if that. Um but it's not directly in our complex and so it makes it a little bit more of a hassle. But since we have our bin in our apartment here, um it makes it easier for us to do that. So Yeah. And actually I didn't grow up recycling. And so i it's been a big it's been really neat Mm -hmm. to figure out some more ins and outs of recycling and even to learn the benefits of recycling Mm -hmm. which i think we'll talk about today we might talk about today we'll see (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah just coming from a background of never recycling to being a little bit more aware of recycling. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's been, I feel super motivated to share what I've learned with other people and help spread it to like those in our complex, for example, our, like Julia said, our complex doesn't have a recycle bin. And so we're actually planning on talking to management here and I mean, the coming days, weeks, whenever we find a spare minute to see if, see what they can do to get some recycled bins in our complex. Yeah. Yeah. That's the plan. Yep. Yeah. And it's hard to remember to recycle everything, but it kind of goes back to what we were talking about in our last episode is that every single drop in the bucket counts. Like anything that you recycle is one less thing that's going into the landfill. So that's just kind of a good way to look at it. If you accidentally throw away a Gatorade bottle or whatever into the trash, like don't beat yourself up about it. Nobody's perfect. We're just trying to do our best and just try to remember and try to be better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I was eco-friendly this week. Yeah. Tell me how. So, I was not as great as I could have been at picking up trash when I saw it. Um, but actually, I was cleaning out our fridge earlier, um, earlier this week, and I found a produce bag. Oh, yeah, we talked about that last week. Mm-hmm. We, I had made, I think there were potatoes in the produce bag, and so I used the potatoes and something that I was making. Oh, were those my potatoes? No. Okay. Never mind. I have potatoes, too. They're also in the produce bag. They were in my drawer, so... Okay, they were my potatoes. <laughs> They're probably yours. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, regardless of who potatoes, we're <laughs> fighting them. over the potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> they are my potatoes now. Um, but I remembered what we talked about, and so I actually kept the produce bag, and it is in my purse. Yes! So, so you can go put some trash in it or whatever. Heck Yes, yeah. so on my walks, I can... Just pull it out and pick up some trash. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Good Great for you, dude. Thanks. Yeah. Um, but also, I have kind of on the same topic of recycling, mm-hmm. I have this really lazy habit, I guess. It's not really – I guess it could be a bad habit. Yeah. But it's a really lazy habit of if I have plastics that could be recycled but had food in them – Yeah, like to go stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm really lazy. I'm like, and it's got food in it. And I'll just Mm -hmm. go ahead and throw it Yeah. And so this week, I made more of a conscientious effort to, instead of just throwing them away, it takes 10 seconds to just rinse it out Mm -hmm. and make sure that all of the food is gone. And then you can just throw it into the recycle bin. That's awesome. I love... Celia kind of alluded to this earlier, but I'm going to be talking about recycling on this episode. And so you guys will find out why that's so important. So good for you. I'm proud of you. Thanks. Something else that we've been talking about this week is composting. Yes. there We throw away a lot of food waste, whether it's leftovers that have gone bad, um vegetable and fruit cutoffs yeah um like the endings and stuff Mm -hmm. like if i'm cutting strawberries and i'm Mm -hmm. not going to use the ends then yeah they just end up in the trash can and actually here's a little sneak peek we're going to be talking about composting next week so tune in make sure you're there (laughs) it's gonna be great um but We, so as we've talked about, um, we live in an apartment and it's hard when you're living with other people, the space is not, you don't have a ton of space. Yeah. And so when you're in an apartment and you want to compost, your options are fairly limited. Mm -hmm. We don't have a backyard. The front yard is not ours. Yeah. Uh, It's kind um, of a communal space. mm Mm-hmm. And so I actually, I found this post on Instagram, which I wish I could give it credit because it was such a great post. Yeah. Um, We should start making note of those. Really. For the most part, I was pretty good at making note of where I got my things today, but not that one. That's okay. Next time. Yeah. But... They it was composting for when you're living in an apartment, yeah. And they had three really great options for composting. Um, one of them is an electric composter, um, which sounds super great. I don't know the ins and outs of electric composting, yeah. Um, that'll be for next week. <laughs> um, we'll update you guys next week on if, what happens. Yes, there's worm bins Mm -hmm. which for those who know me i despise worms she hates them so much so much i know that they are good for the environment they're good for your soil they put good things back in the soil but i cannot stand worms (laughs) it's like the biggest fear of yours i hate them and she like celia is not like a princessy girl. It's like, she's... She's not. But, <laughs> <solidly>. Not Not. <laughs> but, yeah, worms just... She cannot stand. It's so funny. I hate them. I think... I mean, I'm not a fan of snakes either, but I think I would pick snakes over worms. Really? I think I would. Oh, I cannot... I would rather have worms. They're small and aren't going to do anything to me, so... it's so funny because here in like the springtime when it rains all the worms will come out onto the sidewalk and she just cannot handle it i hate it i it fills me with it fills me with such vindictive vindictiveness when the sun comes out and they're trapped from far from their grass yeah, and, and they like, just shrivel. <laughs> 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 and I feel I really, so horrible. <laughs> I just, I hate them so much. And I know they do such good things. But, oh, I hate them. So, <laughs> warm <laughs> compost buckets might be off the table for our apartment. I'm just picturing the worst. That if they just come out of my the and night. they'll just crawl into your bed. Ugh, <laughs> Can you imagine? Happen. It would happen. Oh. Or, you'd have nightmares. Or like walking in the dark and tripping over the worm bin and suddenly there's worms everywhere, worms worms between your toes. I can't handle that kind of stress. (laughs) Yeah. And she's already growing a little bit gray. So we're going to take that stress away from her. So the worm bin might be out. Yeah. But not completely off the table. Not completely. Because you're right. It does do a lot of good things. It does a lot of great things. Yeah. And we'll talk more about that next What was the third option? The third option was you can keep your food scraps in, like, Tupperware bins and Mm. keep them in the freezer until you go to farmers markets Mm -hmm. where they do composting. Oh, I wonder if there's any around us that have composting at farmers markets. So I know there's a few local farmers markets. Yeah which actually I looked into this week and they canceled them because of COVID. Oh, that's too bad. But it really mm-hmm. makes sense. It does. So I guess in instances like that, you're a little out of luck unless you yeah. can find other composting centers. Yeah, we should look in to see. I wonder if there are composting centers around mm-hmm. here. Because there's another challenge of apartment living. Like, what do you do with the stuff that's composted? Yeah. You know, like if you don't, you don't have a backyard, you don't have a front yard. Right. Right. I don't know if you want to go dump your fresh compost into a trash right. can because that doesn't really do anything. Yeah. I don't know if any other front or backyard wants your compost. Yeah. I wonder because um, another company that I know of, Schmarbucks. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> Oh yes, Starbucks. Do you know? I you know the one. <laughs> um they actually do with their coffee grounds. They just have a little bot ba- a little bag out by the door um for people to pick up just for free um to put in their gardens and stuff. Okay. And so I wonder if there's some kind of market or something where we can just bring our compost to mm-hmm. and just you know, either sell it on the compost black market or, (laughs) I mean, that's an option. We are, we are college students trying to make an extra buck. Hey, could you make money off your compost? We should definitely look into that. Yes. Let's do it. Um, But even if not, you could probably see it, like, I don't know, put it up online and say, hey, I have compost and somebody, if They have a garden and need compost, might reach out. That'd be really cool. So, So, we should look into that this week. Yeah, we should. Done. We'll give you guys an update next week. If there is a way to make money, we'll let you know. If not, we'll make a business out of it. Someone's (laughs) going to want to buy it. Let's trademark that. (laughs) (laughs) That's our business idea. (laughs) Please don't steal it. Please don't. um Also, yes, fun update. Okay. We So today is 4th of July. It is. If you guys can hear like stuff going on in the background, it's probably fireworks or there's like some drums going on outside for some reason. So that's why. Yeah. Someone's got the bongos. Yeah. I don't think those are bongos. I don't know. But nice try though. Thanks. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So as kind of a celebration for... Fourth of July, I was thinking actually, um, I cook I like to cook and I like cooking dishes that have fresh herbs in them. Mm -hmm. And at the grocery store, they have did you have something to say? No, I just forgot we were gonna talk about this and I just got really excited all of a (laughs) sudden. You're welcome. But at the grocery store, they have these handy dandy little plastic packets that have cuttings of fresh herbs
1: mm-hmm.
0: and i'm really great at buying them and using two leaves and then they wilt and die and, and there's like throw 20, 20 leaves in there right yeah. yeah there's there's so many leaves and i only use like two or three of them yeah. and then it wilts and dies and i have to throw it away and i throw the plastic away
1: mm-hmm.
0: and i was like no i think i need to cut down on my it's completely senseless yeah. plastic usage yeah and so today we decided to start an herb garden we did i'm so excited it's oh it's so cute we actually posted a picture on our story check, check out, out our instagram page heck yes there's our little plug <laughs> but i think we'll go back and we'll repost yeah when this launches so that you guys can stay up to date with our cute little herb garden yeah um but we planted basil and cilantro and mint and parsley parsley yeah good stuff yeah I know I this morning Celia and I were talking about podcast stuff and I went to go get ready in the bathroom and then I came back around the corner and was like Celia do you want to go start an herb garden today? And she was like, Yes. So we did. It. We just went to the store, got some herbs and uh, um, some soil to plant them in. So we have our cute little herb garden that front. So now instead of using that plastic, we're cutting down that. We're not wasting any leaves. They're just going to grow when we're not using them. So I'm very excited. It's going to be good. And those are, like, my favorite herbs to use, probably. Mm -hmm. And there's other stuff that I do use, but that's a good start, I think. Yeah. They're the ones that I use most often cooking. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. The mint I'm really excited about. Mm -hmm. Because mint is one of those things, for sure, that, like, you only need a little bit, but it's so important to have and is such a strong flavor, you Mm -hmm. know, that it really makes a difference. yeah and i think it'll be really beneficial too because even when i go and buy the bunches of parsley or bunches of cilantro i never end up using it all because the bunches are so thick right and so i think having that herb garden i can just take what i need exactly. the rest can keep going yeah i know i'm so excited to actually start using it it'll be really fun so keep you posted we will Maybe we'll show pictures of dishes that we make with our herb garden. Yeah. Yes. Do you have anything else? Or I have... I've got a world update if you want to... Update us on the world. Okay. (laughs) So we talked last week. We're going to try to do like a new segment every week of just what's going on in the environment in the world i guess yes so this is specifically for the u.s it's kind of some bad news but it has a little silver lining at the very end so speaking of recycling this week um 50 facilities have suspended curbside recycling across the u.s oh no yeah so super bad news so the reason why i was watching this video i think it was on nbc Mm -hmm. um but i was watching this video and it said that the reason why they had to cut down on these facilities was because china actually buys um our sustainable materials from the u.s usually like they're one of our biggest buyers and then they buy our recycling i think so yeah Mm -hmm. What do they do with it? I think they use it to like make recycled goods over there. Oh, that's cool. But I think there's become so much that they're stopping to buy it. Uh So that's what happened, was that China stopped buying our materials. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's probably some other political things going on. But like we said last week, we are not educated in very much. So... (laughs) maybe much but not not the things this podcast requires yeah yeah so i don't know if there were like any we are educated we are very <laughs> smart i'm <laughs> <laughs> going to school not we, i am i do have a college degree i promise we are very smart but <laughs> but we just we don't know much about the topics that we're talking about we're just doing our very best we so. are very smart <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry mom and dad right. um anyways yeah so China stopped buying our sustainable materials basically and so that made recycling companies boost their prices on like cities because I guess the city has to pay to have that recycling taken out because recycling is kind of a business Mm -hmm. like they're taking it away and processing it and it's this whole thing so the the recycling companies because they're not they don't have that buyer anymore they have to make money elsewhere so they're charging people to recycle more Mm -hmm. basically and so since these these companies are charging the cities more the cities are needing to decide do they turn around and tax their people more um, raise taxes to like be able to recycle basically or do they just cut the programs like straight up so unfortunately that's what's been happening is they've been just cutting the companies straight up because they don't want to pay pay higher taxes um so and then like things like plastic and papers are just being completely rejected from recycling company or er, places yeah so there's like this whole crisis going on right now and there were this video was really good but it was just talking about how now is not the time like people are starting to get so invested and like really starting to get like you were saying like you didn't grow up recycling, but you're starting to learn how to recycle and really try to make an effort. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of become a trend across the U.S. is people are starting to get more aware. People are starting to recycle more. And so that's been the trend, the trend lately is more people are recycling more things. But now that it's less available, we're kind of backtracking and... All of the progress that we're making is getting like undone really fast. Oh dang. I actually side note, yeah. I we went to Schmargett yes. the other day. Um and I needed laundry soap. Yes. Because I had just run out that day, actually. Yeah. Um, and I was using this really nice, um, eco-friendly laundry soap that I like. Mm-hmm. Um and I can't remember what it's called right now, but... Yeah. They're not sponsoring us, so it's fine. They're not. <laughs> but I was really Any target fans pleasantly... that want to sponsor us, go ahead, please. <laughs> as long as you're eco-friendly. Uh, we'll take them all. But I, I was really pleasantly surprised to find that there were so many options mm-hmm. of eco-friendly um, laundry soaps. Yeah, they had like a whole shelf section Mm -hmm. and even some big names yeah we're in that section yeah like (laughs) Schmeid. we really need to figure out if we can say this is allowed (laughs) yeah but Schmeid was there um (laughs) schmouty schmouty (laughs) um schmavent generation (laughs) some solid companies yeah definitely go check out schmorgat And see your local (laughs) Schmargett. If you're catching my drift. (laughs) It's good. 10 out of 10. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah. So anyways, I can't remember why I threw that in. The recycling. Less plastic. Less plastic. Big companies on board. Oh, it's becoming a thing yeah so many people are on board with being eco friendly mm-hmm. making eco friendly changes, recycling that now is not the time to take that away, yeah, yeah now's the time to expand opportunities totally. especially invest like, in it, yeah, because if bigger companies, if more large companies made eco friendly changes, yeah, um, I mean it's not going to change it might even increase Mm -hmm. the amount of people who subscribe yeah to whatever they're selling yeah um and i mean it's it's beneficial for the environment yeah and i think you know as consumers what we can do is kind of put our money where our mouth is and show these businesses that this is what we are interested in. We're interested in these eco-friendly like products. And so if you have the option to do so, do so, Mm -hmm. you know, because that shows them that it's worth them investing in eco-friendly options because that's where the market is. Yeah. Yeah. Like (laughs) Schmeid. Yeah. Jumping on board with their eco-friendly options. Yeah. And then people who are more comfortable, you know, not branching out to new companies or different name brands, they recognize this name brand, but now they have an eco-friendly option. Mm-hmm. So they're more comfortable adapting to that. Absolutely. I think probably one of the my biggest hang ups on trying more eco-friendly products mm-hmm. is I don't know somebody personally who's tried yeah. these things. And for me, one of the biggest selling points is if I know somebody who says I've tried this laundry detergent, I've tried this shampoo, yeah. I've tried um, X, Y, or Z. Yeah, I feel a lot more confident because I know them. I respect their opinion. Yeah, I, I'm more willing to try this product. Mm-hmm. So, um. Oh my gosh, I swear I have a goldfish memory. <laughs> she goes off on her tangent and just can't loop back. I can't bring it back. My mom has the greatest talent. She, she can does all the way back. She does. She can really she'll go off on like this thing that's completely not related, and then somehow tie it all the way back to what she was talking about at the beginning. And it always comes back. And yes. I can't do that. Sometimes you weren't I blessed with the same. No. <laughs> that gene just cracked out <laughs> so i'm sorry i can't remember if you guys i can think remember. we were just talking about like products and why it's important oh, for them to see. You were saying that products that people know and recognize yeah. and trust yeah. that they don't have to go through all of that that trial and error yeah. that a lot of people have to go through because yeah. they don't know somebody personally because i feel like hard. Yeah, totally. I feel like that's one of the most intimidating things about going eco friendly is, you know, I think we talked about this last week is there's kind of this um, unspoken, you know, I'm spacing on the word, but like, basically truth, that's not a truth. Like, a lie. (laughs) Yes, but like, it's kind of like, People always think of it that it's true, but it's not actually true. Like a presumption? Yeah, I guess. Okay. But people presume that, like, these eco friendly products aren't as good as products that aren't eco friendly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're not as stable, as hefty, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like a lot of people kind of steer away because they're nervous to. Invest in it because they aren't sure if they'll if it'll actually hold up yeah and be like a good value, yeah, I'll be honest when i first when I was in high school, even mm-hmm. i when I heard eco friendly and environmentalism go green, I just thought of I had this English teacher that told me about a roommate of hers who would shave her head but not her armpits. And was yeah. vegan, and just happened to be vegan. Yeah. And so now, or I guess then at that time, every time I thought of being green, being vegan, being environmentally friendly, I just pictured this bald, hippie <laughs> chick with hairy armpits who yeah. was vegan, who yeah. smelled bad. And that's totally, I think it's very stereotypical. Yeah. But I think it's the image that a lot of people have in their minds. Mm-hmm. Because don't like you just that's what you think of. You think yeah. of these these products not being as good, not being as like I'm kind of in the throes of trying to find a good eco-friendly deodorant right now. Me too. And yeah. I'm having the if hardest anybody has any suggestions, hit us up because please. we're really we really want to try it, but we've tried a couple already and it's been kind of hard. hmm And specifically I, it just doesn't last all day. Yeah. Uh, You start, you like, you get a whiff of yourself and you're like halfway through the day (laughs) and you're like, I have to do it again. I need to uh, find an exit because I don't smell good. Yeah. And so then it's not practical, you know? Yeah. And these other generic brands, like they are tried and true. And I know for a fact that they work. And so i in, in like moments of weakness when I'm tired of smelling, like B.O., I'm just I just automatically reach for these yeah. generic brands. Right. I guess they're not very generic, but these brands that right. I know will work and will, will, will work. keep you not smelling like BO all day. Because I don't want to smell bad. Yeah. And I think a lot of people come across these same. We kind of highlighted this in our last episode that a lot of people kind of come across these same issues as well. Yeah. That you want to be eco-friendly and environmentally conscious but you're not really willing to sacrifice your body the odor comforts. your comforts yeah. yeah and so seriously if anybody knows a good eco-friendly deodorant that works mm-hmm. and preferably doesn't burn your armpit so oh, yeah last night she was putting on some deodorant and she Just started screaming and ran into the bathroom. Oh, it was this morning. It was this morning. It's been a long time. Last night. I don't know. Why would I put deodorant (laughs) on at night? I mean, if I sometimes I will do it. (laughs) Sometimes I put deodorant on at night because I'm like, oh, I can't even sleep with myself. (laughs) I just catch a whiff and I'm like, nope. We need to we need to fix this tonight. (laughs) I didn't even know that yeah (laughs) it doesn't happen very often but
1: sometimes
0: (laughs) yeah but i i don't know i've noticed this it's probably more personal than anyone really wants to know about me but no tell me tell me everything laying it out (laughs) i think that's one thing that you can really rely on with us is that we we might dance around the subject a little bit but also we're both very open books and so if you just ask yeah we'll probably tell you yeah i think we might try to have q a's down the road yeah where you guys can ask us anything and literally we are open books so feel free to ask us whatever tell you whatever yeah we'll tell you our opinions they might not be facts (laughs) (laughs) they definitely won't be facts definitely not because they're opinions (laughs) (laughs) but But we'll we'll tell you that (laughs) is how it works (laughs) our 25 cents advice (laughs) booth yes <laughs> um but i don't know if it's just an ingredient but i've tried a lot of natural eco-friendly deodorants that have just burned yeah and i really don't like my armpits <laughs> being on fire no that's probably not the most comfortable feeling it's not and so this morning i did take a swipe and i forgot that i had my
1: my Generic.
0: it's not generic what's the word i just had my my non- regular non- <laughs> my non-eco-friendly deodorant and i forgot that i had just scrapped using this eco-friendly one and i put it on and immediately it started to burn and i had to get it off asap yeah and so i did <laughs> and it came with a lot of energy it did there was a lot of energy going on this morning so that happened it did but i think going back to like the whole um trusting friends to refer you to products that are eco-friendly because you trust their like opinions and experiences and stuff i think that's something cool that this could become where if we can like shoot ideas off of each other and you know make a community of Trying new things and like sharing how it works for you, like I feel like that'd be a really cool benefit to this. Yeah, for sure. And every single person is different. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason that that deodorant is on the market. It's not burning everyone's (laughs) (laughs) armpit. But if anyone else, some people might love it. I mean, it smells really good. Yeah. And for the first couple days that I was using it, it works really well. Yeah. But it burn. It's not worth the burn for you. It's not. Yeah. So seriously, if anybody has found a deodorant that works, has got solid coverage and doesn't burn, that is eco-friendly, that is eco-friendly. Let us know. hit us up. Please, we will try it. Yeah. For sure. Like 99.9%, probably 100%, but not even Germex is 100% fun did you know that no germex says like 99 point kills 99.9 percent of germs because oh. if you get sick after using yeah shmur-ex. sorry i forgot to shmorm but <laughs> shmorm Shmur it out <laughs> <laughs> instead of it out <laughs> that makes sense never mind <laughs> <laughs> but if yeah, if you That's get like, sick, you can't sue it because, like, uh-huh. well, it's 99.9%. That's like hand sanitizer, how it's, like, 99.9% alcohol or whatever. But Schmermex is hand sanitizer. Oh, I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Educated, but not in the ways that count. <laughs> We're getting there. <laughs> I was like, what other product does that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. All right, let's bring it back. Real back, in. back in. Sorry, that was my tangent. No, that was a great tangent. I loved it. Thank uh, you. Help. Thanks for your contribution. You're <laughs> um, So coming back to our news in the world today. Um, so even though all of this is going down right now with, you know recycle plants getting shut down and people not or cities not doing the curbside recycle pickup anymore um there was this one really touching story that made me think about kind of what we try to bring it all back to of just the drop in the bucket so there's this school teacher who is kind of taken upon himself to continue recycling at his school even though recycling isn't you know being picked up curbside or anything like that And so he set up this recycle plant at his school, basically, where kids or whoever can just come recycle and they throw it into this big recycle bin. And he, every day after school, sorts it into cans and water bottles and like the different types of plastics and recycled things. And he sorts it. And I don't know what he does with it. But <laughs> I probably should have listened to the finish of this. Yeah. Well, I I listened to the end, but there was no like conclusion of what he does with it after. Oh. So it just said that he did it. So, I mean, props to you, but it's also kind of odd that they left that part out. Yeah. So. So maybe anyways, it's something weird. The effort was there. He's doing his best to still make sure that there's recycling happening at school, at least. Is it in his house? <laughs> He's just making a house out of plastic water bottles. <laughs> Which can be done. It can. The recycling center here, um, they do a, every Halloween. I don't know if they keep doing oh. this because I wasn't here last Halloween. Yeah. And I think the Halloween before I didn't go. But maybe, I don't know. Anyways, they take their recycling because when you take um like cardboard boxes or paper or bottles mm-hmm. and you what they do I guess is they compost it down into bales. Yeah. Um so just like big old cubes of broken down boxes and crushed bottles and oh cool. Stuff like that. Yeah. And they make a maze out of these recyclables which is so cool yeah we should check that out we should that sounds way fun if we're still going in halloween yes that's true it might be shut down with covid it could but i remember the times that i went it was so cool because it's not just some of it was a maze but also they would almost make it like tunnels yeah and so just stack it and bounce it and so you'd be crawling through these recyclables. That's so cool. Which some of them smelled kind of gross because I think a couple of bales were made out of milk bottles. Oh, so it was like rotten milk. <laughs> yeah, it smelled kind of bad. <laughs> but so cool that they yeah. do that. That's and it gets, cool gets people down to the recycling center, yeah. helps spread awareness of, hey, we're here. Yeah. That's really neat. I like that. The school teacher should make... Make a note of that and try to do that. Maybe we'll send him a letter. (laughs) Hey, you really shouldn't be keeping it in your house. (laughs) You should probably do something with this. Yeah. Yeah, but anyways, I just saw that and thought that that was kind of a silver lining to the story. And, you know, every drop in the bucket counts. And even if, you know, your local area isn't doing anything to recycle or pick up recycling, look into what you can do to recycle, even if it's not the traditional like curbside pickup, because there might still be recycling facilities that you can drop things off at. Um, or just other ways that you can kind of reuse the things that you would otherwise put in the recycle so just something to think about even if you know the system isn't on the same page as you you can do your part heck yeah and yeah. upcycle please please to our listeners if you have any cool upcycle ideas upcycle projects things that you've tried things that you want to try things that you want us to try please send them in yes we are so down to find out new things absolutely i love upcycling but i don't do enough of it and i don't really know how to start so Yeah. yeah speaking of upcycling were you able to get in touch with your art teacher and find out what she's doing with those straw wrappers? You know, actually, I sent an email. Okay. She has not responded yet. Okay. But actually, let me check her right now and see. Oh. If I don't think. I don't think she's responded yet because I did email her today, and it is it was a kind of a last-minute thought. Yeah. So it looks like she hasn't. Okay. Well, maybe next week we'll find out by then and be able to share. Yeah. Because I'm really curious what she's doing with with the receipts and the straw wrappers. Plastic straws and receipts. Or not plastic straws. Just straw wrappers. Yeah. Yeah. Which Which, is kind of more interesting. Yeah. And I don't know if it's two separate projects or one project. Yeah. I wonder. I don't know. See? Sounds cool. Well, do you have anything else before we jump into stories? No, I think uh-huh. I think I'm good. Right. Oh wait. I oh. actually did have a really cool quote. And okay. it doesn't well, it kind of applies. It kind of applies to things that we were talking about today. But I found it on the Instagram page of least waste. Oh, okay. Yeah. Least waste. And yes. Um, and the quote was the best way to start a low waste lifestyle is by using products you already have in full. I like that. And actually, this is something that I've thought about a ton, especially when I started kind of getting on board with this whole go green life. Yeah. That um, I was like, well, I don't because I, I had little makeup remover cotton pads. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, well, I want to switch over to these cotton Like the the ones that you just wash. Yeah. I want to switch over to the washable cotton pads, but I have these. And so I would just be throwing them away Mm -hmm. and they're just going to end up in the landfill. Yeah. The same as if I were using them. Yeah. And so what I mean, before I even really knew this, just by common sense, I was like, okay, I'm just going to use them all. And then when right before I'm done, I'll just place my order or go find. Yeah these eco products that i want to use so that i'm not wasting um not causing more of a problem yeah and just throwing these products away Things like away. I, yeah. I really want to start using the um and i need to look into it more but the the single or not the single use q-tips i'm using single use q-tips right but <laughs> the, the reusable the reusable q-tips mm-hmm. but the thing is, is i have this massive container yes of q-tips. me too Mm-hmm. that if I threw them away, they just, they just they would be the in the landfill anyways. Yeah. yeah. And so I love this quote because you don't need to just throw it all away and buy new things. Start immediately. Yeah. Just start where you're at, use what you have. And when you run out of these things, I mean, for the one thing you're aware, mm-hmm. um, of the benefits that come from using these eco friendly products, yeah, but also I think you're much more i mean you've you've kick started your journey yeah you're not you're you're becoming in the in the mindset mm-hmm. to be more eco friendly yeah which this probably could have been one point, but yeah, I think it's really great because you don't need to just i mean how cool is it to have a bamboo water bottle like those things are i think they're trending right now yeah but if you have a water bottle at home Mm -hmm. that you can use use it you don't need to go buy a product that's strictly you know package free plastic free right if you don't have one by all means go get one totally but and it's nice that they're out there and available mm -hmm. if you're Trying to start that journey and trying to get started on that, but you're totally on the right right track of mm-hmm. you don't if you don't if you already have one, you don't need it, yeah, use it until it's done, yeah, and then find a replacement wherever wherever you like to shop any eco friendly shops that you really like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I love it, that's cool, yeah, I really like that quote because it kind of meets everybody where they're at mm-hmm. you know and everybody's at a different stage of this eco-friendly lifestyle. And I'm sure some of you guys are miles ahead of me and Celia. (laughs) Hundreds of miles. (laughs) (laughs) And you guys can teach us so much. And we're so excited about that. But there might be some people who are just kind of testing the waters, trying to see, you know, is this is an eco-friendly lifestyle for me? Like, can I still live comfortably in an eco-friendly lifestyle? And everybody's just on different pages, you know? And that's totally okay. Just start wherever you are and go from there. Don't compare, just, just try to start. 100%. It's not a competition between you and the next person. Yeah. It is. Although between me and you, it is a competition and i'm winning are you yes okay i guess we'll see we will okay okay um so was that it should we jump in let's jump in okay do you want to start this week since i did last week okay yes okay Okay. so this week i wanted to talk about straws okay let's do it let's jump in so A little some facts to start out with. Plastic straws are among the top ten marine pollutants. I couldn't tell you what the other nine are, but (laughs) they're in the top ten. Hey, that's okay. Yep, which is pretty bad. Yeah, which but it makes sense, seeing as how often you get a plastic straw. Mm -hmm. You get plastic straws when you go to fast food restaurants, when you go to sit down restaurants. Mm Um, when you go to parties, like people always have those plastic straws Mm -hmm. at parties. If you, if you're a bar goer, you get the little plastic straws Um, on airplanes. You get those too. Airplanes. Yeah. There's plastic straws everywhere. Literally. Coffee shops. Coffee shops. Um, is that it? Anywhere you drink things, basically you will get a plastic straw. Exactly. And I grew up. I grew up loving straws. I still love straws. I love straws. She does. They are so great. And I think I would attribute my love of straws to the horror of drinking out of a cup at a restaurant. Yeah. Which stemmed from, actually, my mom worked in food service. Mm -hmm. She's done a couple food service jobs. But she worked one food service job. And she said that as a waitress, you see the cups that are sitting at the bottom of the stack Mm -hmm. that just go unwashed for such a long time. Sometimes the cups don't get washed really well. Yeah. I've had cups given to me that have lipstick on them. Oh, that's so gross. It's so nasty to me, which it happens. And lipstick is really hard to get off sometimes. Yeah. And I get that. But especially in a world that we're living in today with COVID, Mm -hmm. you definitely want to be using a straw so that you're not putting your mouth anywhere close to where another mouth has been. Exactly. And so growing up, though, when COVID wasn't a problem, it just I got in such a big mindset that I don't want that nastiness on the mouth. Yeah. On a cup. And so I just got into the habit of asking for a straw. If I had to ask, I would ask for a straw. Yeah. Now, there's policies in place, in different places, depending on where you go, that you have to ask for a straw to get a straw. Yeah. But growing up, you always got a straw. Right. It was just... They just give it to you at a restaurant mm, or whatever. Yeah there was, I rarely had to ask for a straw. Yeah. Now I do have to ask for a straw, which I'm trying to break the habit. It's gone pretty well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, not so well with fast foods, Yeah. but really well at restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just don't really ask for a straw anymore yeah. if it's not given to me. Right. And if, that's hard when they just automatically give it to you. Mm-hmm. And I think it's harder. I don't I don't know. It's probably really frowned upon in the restaurant business that if you give them straws and they don't touch them, I don't know what the rule is. If you can take them back and put them in your straw stash, they probably just throw them out. Honestly, Yeah. Yeah. Because I think when the, when the boys and and girls, it's not gender specific, (laughs) but the bus boys, Boys the bus girls, the bus people come and bust the tables, um, they probably just put them in the bucket and yeah. throw it away. In the trash, anyways, yeah. regardless of whether you use it or not. Exactly, which is so sad. But yeah. if they had just happened to put them in their straw stash, I if they don't put it in my cup, I don't really use it. Mm-hmm. I don't use it. Yeah. Um, I've been to places though where they put the straw in your cup for you. Yeah, and it's already and there. At, at that point, yeah. You might as well. It's it's gonna be thrown away anyways. Right. So, but yeah, I mean, we just named so many different places that have straws. Yeah, totally. And so, wait, are you going to talk about our metal straws that we have? I was going to get there. At the oh, end. Sorry, sorry, I Jeez. jumped again. I jumped again. I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> Spoiler alert. We're going to talk all about right. metal straws. All right. All right. I'll let you go. Okay. <laughs> but. Anyways, these straws that end up in our, in our waters, because we're talking about marine pollutants right now. Yeah. um, They don't biodegrade. Um, And if they do break down, they break down into smaller microplastics, which Mm. is plaguing our waterways right now. Mm. And I read something recently that they found microplastics on the seafloor, which is a big deal. Yeah i don't that means know so how much of a big
1: deal but it's a big deal
0: it probably means just that they're spreading and have been there for a while right mm-hmm. yeah and there's just so many of them that they're finally settling down yeah. and right that's a lot yeah do you know i don't know if you're gonna get into this but like with cardboard straws do you did you look into that at all i didn't look into that okay i, I just wonder like If those are more biodegradable or if you can recycle them somehow. I would imagine that they're more biodegradable because paper kind of dissolves a little bit more. It does. And it breakdowns a lot faster than than plastic. plastic. yeah. Yeah. I could be wrong, but I think it's like, no, I think that's glass. I think glass takes about 4,000 years Mm -hmm. to biodegrade. Yeah, but plastic takes a really long time. Oh, I have my stats on that. Oh, you do? Yeah. Plastic takes... Now we're getting into my story a little bit. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But plastic takes between 10 and 1,000 years to break down. So not quite 4,000, but still quite a few. Yeah. So, yeah, I would assume that paper straws... Just break down quicker. Yeah, because you can compost paper. True. And so... I would assume that putting all the factors together, I think they're significantly better. Yeah. But that requires, you know, restaurants and all of these places to move towards Mm -hmm. paper straws. Which I went to Hawaii a while ago and all of their restaurants out there use paper straws. Wow. That's Mm -hmm. awesome. And it was just, it was the island of Kauai. Uh And so I would assume that it's island wide. Yeah, I don't know how laws work, but. <laughs> but yeah. It yeah. sounds every, like a reasonable assumption. Every place that we went and had straws available, they were paper straws. Yeah. So. That's super cool. My mom doesn't like paper straws. Because I... she says they like, when they get wet, they like stick to her lips, and she doesn't really like that. Yeah. I know where she's coming from because they kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of. Uh-huh. They <laughs> kind of start to get soggy as you're sipping, especially if it's like a drink that you're sipping for a while. It just kind of gets droopy and soggy. I've not experienced that. Oh, and I, I can nurse drink for a pretty long time. Yeah, but I mean, sometimes I'm such an avid drinker of my. <laughs> sodas and smoothies (laughs) liquid consumption liquid consumption (laughs) but i have never had a paper straw get super droopy on me really yeah it's never i don't i don't know what she means when she says like it sticks to her lips because i i I don't know what she means about sticking to the lips either but i have definitely had it get droopy and i wonder if it's just the quality of the straw if i have like Rammed it into the bottom of the cup, well, but yeah, I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what you do with No, I just mean I don't. I don't know. It just gets droopy. That's just just starts to get soggy in the water. <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, yes. So these straws, these plastic yeah. straws, they contribute to the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. Okay, which... I've heard of it. I don't know much about it. It's big. Yeah? I think big is an understatement. I heard you watching a video on it earlier. Yeah, and I think I've seen that video before. Mm -hmm. But actually, before, when we were kind of talking about the idea of starting a podcast, I was researching climate issues, worldwide environmental issues, And the Great Pacific Garbage Patch popped up on my Google searches. Yeah. And I, until that point, and that was back in, oh... November? November. December? Yeah. 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 It It was pretty early on. Yeah. But I had never, I mean, I was 22 years old and I had never heard of the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. Yeah. Also known as the pacific trash vortex 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 Vortex. that makes it sound like sci-fi how awful is that that's really creepy like i'm scared there's two there's two in our oceans Uh uh-huh in the pacific ocean or just yes (laughs) i'm i'm starting to test you on how much research you did sorry i don't know if they're both i would think they're both in the pacific ocean but one is between Hawaii and California. Yeah. And another one is between Japan and Hawaii. Oh. So basically, yeah, so Hawaii is be? surrounded. Yeah. Pacific oh. Ocean? Yeah. Pacific Ocean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think. On both sides. Geography is not my strong suit, but I'm pretty sure. We're just laying out our flaws <laughs> for everybody to see. But there's two. One of them is significantly bigger than the other. Okay. Do you I know which think- side? I think it's the one between Hawaii and California. Wait, I could be wrong. Okay, don't quote us on that. No, I think it's the one between Japan and Hawaii. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's that one. Wow. So there's two big, like, trash piles, basically, out in the middle of the ocean. Mm-hmm. You ready for some numerical facts? Okay, let's do it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. beast is, a... is an understatement. Oh, it's an understatement. Oh, no. It's a... What's bigger than beast? <laughs> Monolith? I don't know. It is a creature. Okay. so It is 1.6 million kilometers squared. Oh. Wow. Or three times the size of France. Oh my gosh. Which I think the first video that I saw compared it to Texas. Texas. wow Texas. where's that whale (laughs) it's in the south i never heard texas texas it's they compared it to texas and i couldn't tell you how big it was in relation to texas but it could eat texas oh wow yeah it's big and it's just floating in our oceans just Um, one of them yeah the other one's significantly smaller okay but I mean still. It's still there. Yeah. Um wow. it, there are one point eight trillion pieces in the patch. Oh my gosh. Um, which is two hundred and fifty pieces for every human being. In the world? Yeah. Holy cow. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is eighty thousand tons. It weighs oh, eighty thousand tons. My gosh. And it's just sitting there. It's just sitting there in our oceans. And I'm sure there's animals feeding on it. Yeah. Um thinking like I mean, we have fish, and they' eat anything that's floating up at the top anything. and so I'm sure that if there's like floating pieces around it, mm-hmm. they think it's food, yeah, and oh, I that's so sad. I saw this picture um it was a picture of video or something, and it was one it was a plastic bag,, uh-huh. and it might have even been one of those produce bags, but it's yeah. like fairly translucent and it's yeah. just floating in the ocean, and it looks like a jellyfish yeah, I've seen that like how similar mm-hmm. they look. Yeah. And you compare it to, I think it compared it to a video of a jellyfish. And it looks pretty much the exact same. Just swimming in the water. Mm-hmm. Oh. And it was, the comparison was, if you think that these look the exact same, imagine for a hungry sea turtle. Yeah. Which is so hungry. In the water where it's kind of a different, mm-hmm. like, sight. Yeah. yeah. Dang. So, also, I got these Save the turtles. Save the <laughs> turtles. <gasps> Wait. Can we get a side note? Yes. So I did a thing this week. I forgot to mention it in our How Were You Sustainable this week. But I got a phone case that's (gasps) made out of recycled plastics. Am I allowed to say the brand? Yeah. yeah, Say it. So Pila Case is – Celia actually introduced me to them. So they are this company that make the cutest phone cases. So cute. And I actually got one that has a turtle on it. So. And, okay, they're biodegradable. Yeah. And compostable. Yeah. And made out of 100% recycled material,
1: I -hmm. think. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty pretty
0: sure. sure. I'm pretty sure they are. Yeah. Um, And they have phone cases for all kinds of different, like, iPhones, Androids. Oh, wait. My shmandroids um <laughs> ipods yeah AirPods. airpods ipods who has an ipod anymore <laughs> Not me. i'm a boomer yeah. according to my brother so wow. <laughs> according to my gen z brother i'm a boomer so ancient but they have airpod cases um and they come in so many different colors and styles yeah and they have little prints on the back of the phone cases um and i love them i absolutely love them they're so cute i've got one that has bees on the back it's so cute yeah i was a little bit worried um about the case just because you know going back to what we were talking about earlier about sometimes eco-friendly products are, are are perceived as not very you know durable and so i was a little bit worried having it be my phone case if it was going to really protect my phone but this is one of the most heavy duty like cases Mm -hmm. and it goes up over the side of the case so i'm really not worried or yeah the phone phone. yeah so i'm really not worried about if i drop it like and it lands face down it's not gonna crack probably yeah and yeah and it's a has a really good texture to it so Mm -hmm. it's not like Gonna slide out of your hands. Yeah. And have, so I've had my case since probably February or March. Yeah. I think um, so. Um maybe March. I think it was more March. But I <laughs> my roommate called me self sabotaging the other day and <laughs> she did. It is so <laughs> not true. Not me, our <laughs> other roommate. Our other roommate. <laughs> um but I could not agree more. I am very self sabotaging, and I drop my phone all the time, yeah, and I have had zero problems. I was worried with for as the same reason as Julia that the case wouldn't really protect my phone, that because it was compostable and made out of recycled materials that if I were to drop it, it would take a chunk out of the case because mm. like products like this probably can't. Hold together, hold together well. Yeah, that's what I was worried about, too. I have had zero problems. It has been... It's probably, hands down, my favorite phone case yeah. that I've ever had. Me, too. And I just got it today. But I'm so excited about it. They're so cute. Yeah. Anyways, I'm sorry that we had to take that side note. But <laughs> you talking about turtles just made me think about my turtle case. They're just... They're such sweet souls. They are. But... Yeah, so I'm sure they're taking nibbles out of the Great Pacific. Trash vortex. (laughs) So Um, scary. Right? Like, three times the size of France. A vortex. 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 Of our trash. Of our trash. So next time you throw away trash, just think about where it's going. To the vortex. To the vortex. (laughs) (laughs) That's (laughs) ominous. Okay. Um... Let's see. Oh, I got all of this information from the Ocean Cleanup. So people, everybody hit them up. There's lots of different organizations that are Mm -hmm. really geared towards cleaning up our waterways, cleaning up our ocean. And some of those are the Ocean Cleanup for Ocean, which we talked about last week. Yeah, Ocean A, Oceana. Oh, yeah. Oceana. Oceana. Um, Waterkeeper, Alliance, et cetera, just to name a few. Cool. And so they all, a lot of them do similar things, but some of them have their own initiatives. Mm-hmm. And I think the more the merrier. Yeah. Like start a cause, like join on board with a cause and. Mm-hmm. Or reach out to one and see if there's any way that you can start one in your own community. Mm hmm hundred percent see if you can start a chapter i mean i'm sure they would love it especially Mm -hmm. i mean specifically speaking about water cleanups yeah but even if you don't i mean if you live by because speaking of colorado yeah if you live by a lake if you live by rivers you don't have to necessarily live by the ocean just look for little things that you can do yeah like growing up um, we live down the street from a pond. Mm-hmm. And I think now, I mean, how easy would it be just to go and take a trash bag with me and just mm-hmm. kind of walk the perimeter of the pond and pick up any yeah. trash that found its way in. Yeah. So Children. find a ways. Yeah. Clean up your water. Do it. But kind of looking at now what's happening now, mm-hmm. I mean I, for one, really want to spread the news of the Great Pacific Garbage Patch, especially since yeah. I'm new to the fan club. It's not a fan club. It's like an anti-fan club. But. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm Cancel saying. club. Like, <laughs> can- cancel. Cancel. <laughs> Let's cancel the Pacific vortex. We need to go. <laughs> um, and there are. We are working. I say we, but. These organizations are. Working. Me and Celia are doing a really important job here, just talking about it on our beds, single-handedly <laughs> tackling the Great Pacific Garbage Vortex. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the organizations, yes. What about them, goldfish? Oh my god! <laughs> I think you're gonna say you just that they were doing a really good job tackling. Yeah, places. they're yeah. they're tackling what they can, where they can, yeah, and getting the word out. Yeah. And it goes back to every drop in the bucket count. So Mm -hmm. even if it feels like a little thing to go out on a Saturday morning or something to go help you out your local beach cleanup or whatever, do it. Take the time. Yeah. I mean, it's fun. It's a little thing that can make a big difference. Plug in our podcast and go pick up some trash on the beach. Exactly. You can listen to our beautiful voices. (laughs) We didn't introduce ourselves this time. Did we have to? I'm Celia. I'm Julia. And we are Good Girls Go Green. Yeah, we forgot to do that. Sorry, guys. If you guys are halfway through the podcast wondering what podcast you're listening to, this is Good Girls Go Green. I sure hope you know. I hope so. We just kind of jumped into it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> goodness. Yeah. Maybe somebody got lost and just are like, who are these people that we're listening to right now? It's us. It's me. (laughs) But anyways, coming back to straws, um, there have been initiatives to place bans on plastic straws. Mm -hmm. Um, As of 2018, Seattle. Hey, shout out to my hometown. They were the first major city to ban plastic straws. Represent. Heck yeah. (laughs) Followed by Washington, D.C., um, select so like cities in California, New Jersey, and Florida. Okay, and I got cool. that information from NBC. I'm surprised that your hometown in Denver was not on that list. Well, okay, the, this was as of 2018. Okay. And I couldn't find a more comprehensive list, yeah. which I'm sure is somewhere. out there. I mean, I'm sure Hawaii's banned plastic yeah. straws, but they weren't on this list. Yeah. So, I'm sure... Yeah. Anyone cities that haven't that weren't named. <laughs> don't get mad at us. Please this don't. was just 2018 stats. We're just get I'm mad sorry. at NBC. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't us. It was our no. research. <laughs> but there are plastic straw bans put in motion. Um, other things That's really like, cool. that we talked about. Yeah. Um, other things that we mentioned, like you have to ask for a straw. Mm-hmm. I'm no. sure there's a specific way to say, at. well, yeah, ask for a straw no. policies. Um, and I've even noticed that here in Utah, when we've gone to restaurants and they've not given a straw. Yeah. So that w- that's that been kind of neat to yeah. be like, oh, you know, yeah, I just have to ask for a straw if I wanted a straw. It kind of makes you think twice instead of just kind of robotically using your straw because they've given it to you, it makes you think, do I really need to ask for a straw or am I okay with that one? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And there are also other solutions. Yes. Um, oh, straws on demand. I did write that down. That okay. was the fancy terminology for ask for a straw. Gotcha. Straws on demand. Sounds like a TV show. It does. <laughs> straws on demand. Tonight. on straws on demand (laughs) the most dramatic season yet (laughs) well there are also straw alternatives yes number one just say no (laughs) the best solution (laughs) Just say Say no. no to straws don't give in to peer pressure don't give in to peer pressure if you don't want a straw don't take that straw Papaya leaf stems. What? Which I don't think you can go to the local. What is blank grocery store? I was like the King Supers, but <laughs> that's a Colorado thing. Um, yeah, I've never heard of. But it. going down to your local grocery store and pick out your box of papaya leaf straws. That's stems. so cool. Yeah, so... I don't know if that's a more tropical thing. Oh, or... yeah. That would be really cool. Yeah. Like, instead of doing that really wasteful, cute, tropical umbrella, when you go to those tropical places, they just have one of those. A papaya leaf. That would be be way cool. Which, I don't know if they're cute at all. I mean, they could be. (laughs) Let's Google them. We'll show a picture. What does a papaya leaf... Them look like this guy in the video just ripped off one of he broke it off close to the root no so it's like a little tree huh. and it's got offshoots oh, yeah. and he broke off branches. one that was close to, yeah, branches, <laughs> but they're not really branches, but he broke off one of the branches close to the trunk mm. um, and it's just this tiny little thing, but it's hollow. Cool. It's like and, a bamboo stick kind of. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess it wouldn't be a great solution mm. to umbrellas, yeah. but it was a good thought. It was a great thought. but it could be a good solution to straws yes um other solutions include bamboo okay yeah Yeah. um glass straws oh which i would i think i would be too afraid that i would accidentally break it into my drink. yeah and then you just start sucking up glass pieces and then you have to go to the er and have them stitch your insides up yeah but, but don't let that discourage you no. from getting glass draws. If you want to get a glass draw. By all means, try it. Let Do us it. know how it goes. <laughs> we it's, you know, as Celia said earlier, she's a little what did you say? Self self sabotaging. Sabotaging. And it would just be a risky game to play. So it's better for us to not. Yeah. But you go for it. Please go for it and let us know how <laughs> it works. Know. Take I'm a pics. Actually genuinely curious. Yeah. Um other options include paper straws. Yeah. Um a straw straw. A what? A straw straw. Like a straw, straw. made out of straw. Oh. Like you the know. house in the three little pigs. I was thinking like the scarecrow. <laughs> yeah, from Wizard of Oz. That's it. Yeah. Straw. <laughs> straw like hay bales. Oh cool. I guess it's not really hay. Well, that but that's funny I wonder. Like, would it tastes like hay? Well, it's straw. Is hay straw? Isn't it? Isn't it? Question for the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody know the answer to this? Because we don't. Anyways. Um, yeah. Straw, straw. Yeah. Um, biodegradable plastic. Silicone.
1: and oh. oh, you were
0: asking if it would taste... If the water, if whatever you're drinking would taste like straw. Uh Uh-huh. Maybe. I think if you were, if it was in your drink for a long time. Yeah. Specifically water. I don't know if it was, if it was in a milkshake. Right, if the taste would wear off. And I think that a straw straw is one of those skinny little... It's, it's like a stirring like, straw yeah like a stirring straw like if yeah. you go to a bar and get a drink like oh, it's a stirring okay. straw. so i don't know if you can really suck anything up right so yeah but i think because i don't think you'd notice in a milkshake because yeah. i mean it's blended ingredients anyways right but i think you'd notice if it was in water yeah because it's kind of plain Yeah, yeah but okay yeah anyways um silicone straws silicone straws Mm -hmm. have you seen the ones that fold up into like little containers that you can just take with you my sister has one really yeah that's cool yeah i don't think she uses it because i mean i came into her room one day and i was like "Ooh, what's this and took it out of the container and unfolded it and she was like well i never use it and i was like why don't you ever use it and she told me because people like me keep touching it <laughs> oh. <laughs> she was like people people always ask me what it is and they <laughs> open it up and put it together and cuz it, it folds up into this little tube right. yeah and she was like so i have to wash it every time people <laughs> like you touch it kind of <laughs> defeats the purpose so of uh, saving you from it. germs yeah so <laughs> i was part of the problem but yeah they're really cool yeah um transportable yeah very transportable. And hooks onto her keychain. Yeah. Really easy. Super nice. Um, and there's edible straws. Edible straws. Which, I mean, throwback to the... To sleepovers. Oh, it's not, not much here. Where were you going with? <laughs> Okay, when I was younger, um, I think this only happened one time, so I don't know why I associate it with sleepovers. But I had a sleepover. I must have been like seven or eight maybe i was pretty young mm-hmm. um but my mom put together the sleepover birthday party for me and for straws what we did was we had licorice and we just cut off the ends oh, yes that's what i was gonna <laughs> go for but my okay. immediate thought was not sleepovers that was just i, was just... I just associate it with sleepovers because of that party that we had i was just gonna say red vine straws yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cut out cut out the middleman, but we wouldn't have gotten that great story. I had uh, to share. Thank you. <laughs> but edible straws. I know I read somewhere that pasta straws were a thing. Oh. Well, which That's kinda cool. Wouldn't it get noodly? Well know. it only gets noodly if it's hot water, right? Well, no, because my mom if she makes homemade lasagna, huh. and she'll soak her noodles in cold water. Oh, and they that's get true. Get soggy. Yeah. yeah. Not soggy, but noodles. Noodley. noodley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I guess is soggy. Yeah. So <laughs> after a while, wouldn't your straw just... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Asking for a friend. Well, it's the same with the cardboard straws or the paper straws. Yeah, that's true. And it takes a long time because... Yes. You have to soak noodles in colder water for hours. Yeah. So I think you've got I think it would be fun. And you know then you have a fun drink. drink. Asap. <laughs> I think you good you're good for a little bit. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I don't know what other kinds of edible straws there are. I was also, also What? <laughs> I was also thinking about um like there were, like, these chocolate straws growing up, too, but I think they were, like, plastic cookies. straws with chocolate beads inside of them, oh. and so you would drink milk, Yeah, but the, this all is plastic, so yeah. it kind of defeats the purpose, but that's also what I was thinking about, edible straws. I thought you were thinking the, are they called pirouettes? Oh, those cookie things that yeah. are, like, long with the chocolate inside of them? Yeah. That would be a fun straw too, but that might get, you know how when you dip cookies in the milk and stuff, how they get kind of crumbly? Yeah. I feel like that would kind of erode pretty fast. Yeah. So just have a lot of cookies. Problem (laughs) solved. Modern solutions for modern problems. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So if anyone knows of any other kind of edible straws, let us know. We love eating, yes. So we are down to try edible straws, hundred percent, no questions asked. And then, last but not least, stainless steel straws. Yes, which, which is what I've been waiting for. I purposely left them last so we wouldn't get distracted. Best for last them, but and we've seeing, still gotten distracted leading up to. We did, so it really didn't matter, anyways. But stainless steel. Straws. So actually, Julia got me hooked on stainless steel straws. I did. I knew how much of a fan Celia was of straws because every time she goes out to eat, she asks for a straw. Even if it's just water. Yeah. Which I don't like drinking soda without a straw because then you get like a sticky soda mustache. (laughs) I mean, unless you're like a you problem. Unless you're (laughs) dipping your lip in the soda, which I guess I do. But I just, I hate getting a sticky upper lip from drinking soda. Yeah, I can see that. So, yes, straws. Yeah. But yeah, so I got her a straw. That was well. Yeah. (laughs) And it's so great. It's. I think I ordered them and it was a pack of two and so I gave her one. So you weren't even really thinking of me. (laughs) Well, it was a pack of two and I was like, who else would want a metal straw? And I was like, immediately thought of you. Uh, so I do. Yeah. And it's so great. I've actually had people ask me about it all the time. All because the time. Me too. It, it's a collapsible stainless steel straw. It's not, we talked about the foldable ones, but it's not foldable. It just like. It stretches out. Like a then, telescope. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it like telescopes back in and it comes with the cutest little scrubby brush that telescopes, that also, telescopes yeah. inside the bigger telescope yeah and it goes inside this black with there other color options i think so yeah i just got black because it's simple yeah it's in this black tube that screws off it screws off at the bottom and the top yeah i don't know why it has both but yeah and maybe for ease of cleaning yeah if things get sticky No. Yeah. Anyways, it, yeah, it comes in this black tube and it actually looks like a nunchuck, but it's, I mean, it's skinny, but I've had people ask me if it's a nunchuck on my keychain. Yeah. I've been asked if it's a vape before. It kind of just looks, it looks odd. Yeah. It could be confused for a pepper spray, but pepper spray is usually thicker. Yeah. So, but it very easily just hooks onto your keychain, which is Mm -hmm. super nice. Way easy. And since, I mean, usually I have my keys on me. And so if we go out to eat, I just already have Mm -hmm. my straw on me. And so I don't even need to worry about asking the waiter for a straw, asking, saying no, because I'll I'll just whip it out and I'm ready to go. Yeah. And for me, I was really nervous to use it at first because I was like, like, they might not like that them, bring my own straw, like they might get mad at me, or they might kind of, you know, the people that I'm with might kind of judge me. But it's actually been a really cool talking point of whip mm-hmm. out my straw when I'm out to dinner with somebody and they're like, Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Where'd you get that? And then I'll kind of, you know, dive into a conversation of why I got a metal straw and stuff like that. And same with the waiters, like they're, They always are so like excited about it. They're like, "Whoa, that's so cool that you have your own straw." Mm -hmm. So I don't think I've ever gotten any mean comments. No, yeah, I've definitely gotten like, "Oh, that's funny," yeah, kind of comments, but I've never had anybody say anything rude about it. So basically, you can use less straws or find some really cool straw alternatives. There's lots of options. Yeah, there's so many options for you. Cool, or use your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and Celia might be judging it. <laughs> I'm not judging you because there's nothing better than straws. Which, okay, side also side note, but also very related. I really only use my straw for water. Mm-hmm. I really only drink water. Yeah, but I just in our apartment we don't have a dishwasher. And so, I mean, it'd it'd be fairly easy to hand wash the straw, but having to scrub the inner parts of the straw, Mm -hmm. like it's going to be a long time and it's going to be sticky. Yeah. And so since I don't really drink soda all the time, if I do drink soda, I mean, usually a straw has actually been provided now that I think about it. If I order a soda, which I it doesn't really happen, Mm -hmm. but. My straws usually for water. Yeah. And so you don't really have to wash it as often. I mean, you can yeah. if. What I do when I go out to eat, if I get a soda, which I don't do very often, but if I do get a soda or some other kind of drink, that's kind of a sugary drink, um, I have a water as well. And so I'll like drink my soda or whatever it is. And then like kind of drink the water just to clean out Oh yeah. because if you clean smart. it out in the moment with the water then it kind of gets all that sticky residue mm-hmm. out it's um, easier to wash later too yeah yeah so that's what i do that's smart life hacks from julia yeah there's yeah. the plug <laughs> so yeah that's what i have that was awesome thanks for sharing you're welcome that's so crazy about that thing that's in the ocean oh the vortex. i know. more people need to know about this yeah because i didn't know about this maybe if we can maybe we'll try to find a picture of it and post it in our little teaser for this episode on instagram yeah that way you guys can all see how big this thing is it's maybe we can try to find like a picture that has a comparison of like this is what texas looks like on top of the vortex oh yeah I'm sure it's out there yeah we'll take a look yeah we'll try to find something like that all right what do you have for us Julia all right so we already alluded to this but this week I'm going to be talking about recycling and like my topic last week it's kind of a broad topic so I'm just going to kind of dive into the specifics of it a little bit and just go from there okay So, the sources that I used were EPA.org, The Guardian, and Unwrapped Life blog, which is such a cute blog that I found. Mm -hmm. Like, haven't heard of it before, but definitely plug in it. It's really cute. What's it called? Um, Unwrapped Life blog. Okay. Yeah. Take a look at it. Yeah. So, some numbers that I found... 2017, so our data's kind of old, this podcast, for some yeah. reason. But that's okay. So 2017, 267.8 <laughs> tons of trash was generated. And then 139.6 tons went into the landfills, which is 50%, which isn't bad, but that's still a lot of trash going into the yeah. landfills you know so and it didn't say specifically where that other trash went but it could have just kind of gone into the streets into the ocean mm-hmm. like you were saying um and some of it probably was recycled um so i already gave the stat earlier but plastic takes between 10 and a thousand years to break down And so there's a lot of different things that you can recycle. Um, But since it's such a broad topic, I'm just going to dive into plastic recycling. Sweet. So some of the benefits of recycling um, creates less waste in those landfills. Um, And I wish... Let me see. I didn't. I wish I... Looked at like more numbers on how big these landfills are, mm-hmm. but they're huge. Like, as big as the Great Pacific <laughs> Garbage Vortex. I don't know about that, but there's just a lot of landfills like all over. Mm-hmm. So, probably put together, it would be. Dang. Yeah. And they just kind of pile up, and we're running out of space to put our trash, honestly. Mm-hmm. So. Um, By recycling, we're putting less less waste in our landfills. Um, It also, I found this interesting, but it increases your economic security because it taps into those domestic sources of materials. So like instead of trying to outsource in other countries to find raw materials, you're just using the materials that you've already had in your country because of the products that your people have consumed Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so the products that people are buying in your country are kind of going back into the market i guess okay um and instead of them having to find materials elsewhere they can kind of find it through those recycling centers and stuff Gotcha. um it also lowers pollution because it Like I said, it lowers the amount that your country needs to go find those raw materials elsewhere. Mm -hmm. So, like, all those raw materials from, I don't know, South America, for example, they don't have to be shipped on these huge shipping containers that pollute the air. Um, It also conserves valuable resources. So, like, plastic is something that, you know, as we've seen, is something that we use a lot of. And it conserves it um, to be used again. Okay. It also creates jobs because somebody has to be sorting through the recycle, you know, m- like manning the machines that are doing the recycling process. Mm-hmm. Um. So actually, 757,000 jobs are created because of the recycling business. Wow. Is okay. Awesome. Is that just U.S.? Yeah, it's just us. Seven hundred and fifty thousand. Seven hundred fifty-seven thousand. Oh, excuse me. 757,000. <laughs> hundred. You're missing seven thousand people. Sorry. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's like a decent amount. I mean, I wish it was more. Yeah, but still, props. But it also shows that it can create jobs. Yeah. So if we like invest. In recycling, we're also investing in jobs for people, which is awesome, which is awesome. Hit two birds with one stone. Boom, boom. All right. So I'm going to dive into what the recycling process is, because, I mean, those of us who are trying to do our part to recycle, we only see the very beginning of it, which is putting your things in the recycling bin Mm -hmm. so that's the beginning you the people put their stuff in the recycling bin and then whatever is not able to be recycled goes into the trash and so that's kind of the first divide of separating those things and then it's collected by the city or some kind of recycle company um, either at curbside or drop-off centers or deposit centers, which, side note, Celia and I went to a office supply store. I can't remember which one um, the other day, but they have a drop-off center oh, was it, where it you can... Shmifo? Oh, no. Shmesh Yes, <laughs> it was Shmesh my <laughs> <laughs> But they have a recycling center where you can recycle electronics which is awesome because you know you get a broken phone or whatever what are you going to do with it probably throw it out honestly like i bet there's so many electronics that are in the landfill because Mm -hmm. people just don't know what to do with it but a lot of the things that make up your phones can be reused and like the glass that's shattered or you know maybe it has water damage or something like it can't get refixed but the material that's gone into it can be reused Mm -hmm. and so and actually um electronics from what I've heard electronics are ridiculously difficult to recycle yeah and so the places that do are just gold yeah for sure yeah and so that's why you wouldn't want to put a broken phone for example into your normal recycle bin mm-hmm. because if you put it in there it's probably going to get separated at the distribution center and put in the landfill so yeah if you can try to find places like that in your like local community to recycle those electronics mm-hmm. yeah yeah. when i was living in California. Um, they had a. I was living in Corona, California, and they had a Corona cleanup day, which citywide everyone. It was specifically for electronics, and everybody everybody could bring their electronics to this big distribution center they had on the border of Corona. Yeah. Um, and deposit all of their electronics, and they got. They were taken care of properly and I think they were also collecting hazardous materials as well. Mm-hmm. Things yeah. that you shouldn't throw away, like paints, um, spray paints, paint thinners, stuff like that. Yeah. Um but there are centers and places. Sometimes they're they're very few and far between. Yeah. Like if you thought that recycle centers were difficult to come by. These, these electronic ones they're very rare yeah they're the unicorn of recycle centers yeah but they are out there mm-hmm. and if you find places like your local shmeshmai, <laughs> you really i mean why not just i mean even now after having seen that yeah i thinking okay cool what are things that i've maybe held on to yeah that i don't really want to throw them in trash but they're no good to me they're really no good to anybody else and so i mean super great that there's a place like that Mm -hmm. so i don't have to go and hunt down one of these electronics recycle centers but i can just take it down to these stores and they can take care of it for me which is awesome yeah and i think you know there's definitely a hassle factor, which makes it harder to, you know, want to hold on to those things until you find a recycling center like that. Mm-hmm. But it's so important because these things like phones or what you were saying, like paints and stuff like that, they are not meant for the landfill. I mean, very few things really should be in the landfill because it just takes so long for things to like de degrade basically mm-hmm. and but these things like phones batteries stuff like that they are really harmful to like the the earth mm-hmm. and if they get out in these landfills they're gonna spill into wherever they are and probably eventually make it into the ocean honestly yeah and so if you can really try to make an effort to hold on to them and just try your best to look for something nearby where you can really dispose of the things properly. So that's my little plug for that. Um, where was I? Oh, okay. So once things are collected, um, into the recycling centers, they're then sorted, um, into different things. And so I've I don't know if you've seen this, but I've seen different, like, varying opinions. And it might vary by districts and, like, city laws and stuff. But some cities have, like, recycle bins that are only aluminum, only glass, only plastic. And so it makes me wonder if in this recycling process it's already it gets divvied up anyways, like how important those are. Mm -hmm. Do you know it all? I wish I did. I have (laughs) no idea. (laughs) I know. I wish I looked into it a little bit more. But um, but yeah, that's definitely part of the process is getting everything kind of put with its own type of material. Mm -hmm. Um, And then after that, it's clean. So we talked about this a little bit earlier, how this week we've been trying to do a lot better about cleaning our plastics that we use for like to go um, meals and being able to recycle those because those plastics, they can be recycled. But if they have food on them, what happens is that when these companies melt them together, they melt them together with a big chunk of other plastics or other Well, let's just focus on plastics. They meld them together with other plastics. And if one piece of that plastic that's in that group is contaminated with food or whatever it is, that whole batch of plastics is all of a sudden no good and goes to the landfill. (gasps) Yeah. What? Isn't that crazy? What? So one thing is all of a sudden not good anymore. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Because it like... I feel awful. Impurifies the plastic. I've thrown away so many things. I've recycled, I tried know. to recycle so many things that have little bits of food on them. I know. Oh no. Yeah. What have I done? You've <laughs> <laughs> sent so many things to the landfill. I just invalidated so many batches <laughs> of recycled material. But so many people do that. And so it goes back again to the little drop of you know, you, you may think, well, if everybody else is throwing stuff away with food, then it kind of invalidates everything. So there's no point, like, why would I do it? But if everybody thought that way, then everything would not be valid and everything would just be going to the landfill, even if we're trying to make the effort of recycling. So wow! if we if we try to do our part and, make sure we're cleaning out those plastics that we're recycling or you know if we really cannot figure out how to clean this properly then just throw it away honestly I don't want to like support that (laughs) I know when I saw this I was like (gasps) I have done such a horrible job I've done so many bad things (laughs) I've ruined so many people's Hard work. I know. I'm so sorry, everyone. I am too. I'm so sorry. But from here on out, we can try to do our best. I know. After we were done recording, I want to go dive face first the entire <laughs> cycle bin and, and make sure like, that everything is clean. <laughs> <much. laughs> but actually though. Yeah, really. <laughs> we're not even joking. <laughs> so definitely something to keep in mind they also do their own form of cleaning there so i think it's probably just like a spray down though yeah so, I think if it's, if you have like crusty things on your plastics that you're throwing out, the- I hate that word, crusty. <laughs> 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 if you have little crusties yep, <laughs> on your recycled plastics, just do your best to try to get it off because, yeah, they kind of just do the spray down. Yeah. I don't know, super in depth. This is, if you're trying to get, real solid information this is probably not the podcast for you it's the spark notes version it's spark notes version we're just doing our best to get information out there yeah so keep that in mind (laughs) noted (laughs) wait me or everybody well yeah celia will you please stop recycling dirty plastics can you stop I'm, I'm horrified enough by myself. I will stop. <laughs> Thank you. I'm really offended that you would even do that. I'm offended too. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I definitely need to work on it more too. And I'm sure, I don't think that's, um, like, like you were saying with the whole island of garbage. The vortex. The vortex of, of garbage. I think it's another one of those things that people just don't know about. And if we know about it, I mean, now that I know about that, I'm gonna be so diligent about cleaning my plastics before 100%. I go to the recycle. So it's one of those things that is just suddenly ingrained in your mind. Totally, and it's such a simple thing, you know. Like it takes maybe 30 seconds or a minute, yeah, to just do a quick wipe down, make sure it's clean, and then throw it in. Hit it with a little rinsey, rinsey. Yep, hit it with that rinsey, rinsey. um okay continuing on so after it's cleaned um it goes in its process into materials that can be used for manufacturing so I thought this was really cool I didn't really know that this was a thing but it totally makes sense once like they melt down so okay once they collect all the materials and separate them out and clean them, they grind them up, basically, and shred them up and then melt them down. Is this like Toy Story? What do you mean? Toy Story 4? What do you mean? Have you not seen Toy Story 4? I don't think I have. Me and movies. Hello, but that's a classic. I guess it's not really a classic. It's a branch off- I have seen the OG Toy Toy Story. I have seen that. Well, no, I think it's, maybe it's the third. I think it's the third. I I think I did see Toy Story 4 with you and your family. Oh, yeah, that's the the one with the the fork. (laughs) The recycle (laughs) art. The recycle art. Can Toy Story sponsor us? (laughs) I would love to be sponsored by Toy Story. So cute. Pixar, (laughs) and Schmizny. Wait, so what happened in Toy Story? So, it's in the third one. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Heads up. Um, But basically, they... All of the toys get thrown away. And... Not, like, on accident. Like, they just end up in a dump. And they go... It's been so long since I've seen this movie. But they go through the whole... Recycle... I think it's garbage... But it's all of these plastic pieces that have been chopped up into tiny little bits, and they're rolling down into the this furnace. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, terrifying. Yeah. I think I sobbed through that part. I think that that's garbage because I've heard that they burn garbage sometimes, which because is not they, good. For it's not good. Ozone. But it's because there's so much in the landfills that they just don't have space to put it anymore. Yeah. Which is so not good for the ozone. Nope. I don't know the science behind it, but I've heard that it's bad. And it makes sense because it's like toxic things that you're burning. Yeah. So anyways. So Wait, yeah. Sorry, bringing it back to Like, <laughs> no, that's okay. story Vividly <laughs> in your mind. So, so yeah, they're shredded up they're melted and then they form small little pellets basically Mm -hmm. and then they're ready to be sold and put like sold off for manufacturing which like it makes sense but it also makes me wonder why aren't there more products like pillowcase where like there is that that source for recycled goods like It's not hard to find, I feel like, those recycled pellets. But maybe it is. I haven't looked into it too much. Buying a box of recycled pellets? Yeah. They probably sell them... I mean, if you Googled, like, can I buy a box of recycled pellets? Yeah, I'm sure you could. Well, I mean, like... Like, for companies, you know what I mean? Like, instead of just using raw material... Oh to make why why don't other companies do it? Yeah. Like I feel like it should just become more of a thing. You know? Yeah. And maybe it's one of those things that is up and coming. Yeah. Because even as of recently, um, like the laundry detergent I just picked up, it says on the bottle that it's made out of recycled material like X percent of recycled material. Which I will get to actually. Oh but okay, you keep going. Oh, just how other Products, I mean, from what I've seen, usually, sh- I mean, maybe there's exceptions to the rule, but usually if they, if the product is made out of recycled materials, it's kind of a badge of honor that they wear, yeah. which they rightfully should. Yeah. But it's like made out of X percent of recycled yeah. materials or made out of, I mean, you don't even need a percentage, but made out of recycled materials. Yeah. And kind of going back to our n- news in the world today, mm-hmm. like, it makes me think, you know, if we as a country in America here or wherever are doing a better job of using these recycled products that we already have access to, then it makes more of a demand for that. Yeah. And then we're not relying on, you know, China buying our recycled stuff to make whatever we're making our own stuff from our own goods that we have here already because we're recycling mm-hmm. and it kind of, you know, the recycle logo of the, the fair arrows. arrows. Yeah. It kind of becomes a process then of, mm-hmm. you know, you, you buy it, you, you, you use it, you recycle it, it gets recreated and then you buy another product that's been recreated by that. Yeah. And it just kind of creates this cycle. I wonder if, not as many companies have used recycled products Mm -hmm. because there's just there's such a high demand, but there's not enough. Yeah. And so with so if if soda bottles, for example, Mm -hmm. like do those need to be cleaned, cleaned perfect, just like to go containers that have food in them. Right. So I mean, most soda cans and soda bottles that are I mean, we're just talking about plastics right now, but most soda bottles that are thrown into the recycling, they probably have a little bit of remaining. soda in them. Yeah. And so does that invalidate the whole batch? And yeah. so if, I mean, if we cut out the factor of um, ruined batches completely, would we have more plastic pellets to distribute to companies? True. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's where it starts. Honestly, is if we're it's the tiniest thing. Yeah, if we're creating that supply and also creating that demand for mm-hmm. recycled materials, then it kind of you know it the fills hall. those gaps. Yeah, it's on the circle of life. Yeah, it's, it's a circle. A circle. <laughs> This is such a Disney episode today. It <laughs> is. Disney should Disney, where are you? <laughs> Um, okay, so kind of going back to your point where you're going with your laundry detergent. Mm-hmm. So I was actually really surprised. I found household products that can contain recycled materials. Okay. So that can contain. And so this they is could if can. they wanted to? If, if they, they want to. And basically some products do and some products don't. So, kind of just keep an eye out for that badge of honor, like you said. Mm -hmm. So, but some of them I was like, I would have never really thought. So, newspapers and paper towels can actually be um, made out of recycled materials. Mm -hmm. Aluminum, plastic, and glass, which kind of makes sense. Uh You melt down the plastic water bottles or whatever and you make new ones. Right. Um, Steel cans plastic laundry laundry detergent bottles like you were saying mm-hmm. um okay these last two are really interesting recycled glass can actually turn into um and be used for asphalt to pave roads oh did you know that no i feel like when i read it that i've heard it somewhere but i didn't know that it's so, kind of random yeah isn't it wow but yeah that's really cool so Something that your glass can do instead of sitting in a landfill trying to break down for 4,000 years. Which is a long time. It is. So instead, it can build a road.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah. And we're always building roads. Always. Always. And filling potholes. It never or we should ends. be filling potholes. Seriously, <laughs> somebody's lacking on their pothole filling, <laughs> pot filling job. Yeah. Did you see that? Momino's. Um, sh- <laughs> um they were like doing a marketing segment for a little bit where they were like paving potholes in your local area did you know that no <laughs> why Why would they be doing that it was it was so random but it was just kind of like a i don't know they were like branching out shmama <laughs> also paves yeah but they were like what? because they want a safe delivery to your house. And if they're going over potholes, then it's gonna be a bumpy ride to their house. And so- your pizza is in danger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so watch out, guys. And so they started paving potholes and stamping their Domino's logo on. Dude. It. Yeah. I don't know if it's still going on, but Is that like since COVID? No, it was I feel like it was like last fall. That's so cool. Yeah, I know. I wonder if they were using recycled glass. Props to you, knows. I know. We should call them up and ask them if they were using recycled glass. Okay. <laughs> <Hey. laughs> we should. Worth a shot. Fun facts. Oh my gosh. I know. Crazy, we right? thought. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then this last one too. Recycled plastic can be used for carpeting and park benches. Ooh. Yeah. Which carpeting Carping? I also feel like I knew about. Wait, did you say plastic? Yeah. Recycled Which, plastic. Okay, that makes sense because... Because carpet has that kind of like plastic sheet underneath. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So, fun facts. Just little things that kind of are in everyday use that you might not think about as recycled. Neat. So That's yeah. neat. So... Um, some other tips when you're shopping, make sure that you look for first off products that have less plastic and less packaging mm-hmm. because you know the whole reuse, wait, reduce, reduce, <laughs> reuse, reuse recycle. recycle. And so the first there step is to <laughs> reduce. So if you can reduce packaging, definitely do that. Like that's the number one preventative measure that you can take I bet Mm -hmm. or I feel like um and then like from there what you can do is you know reuse it or recycle it yeah (laughs) to be helpful for the environment um or you can make sure that you are shopping for products that have recycled content in them and so they usually have like Celia said like a badge that says recycled products or whatever so um and then I found something really interesting um talking about why recycling isn't enough so recycling is a really great start definitely a really great start but like I said number one is definitely to reduce how much you're using plastics Mm -hmm. so actually July and I know we'll see when we we end up releasing these episodes. So it might be a little bit late because it's already the 4th of July. But July is actually a plastic-free month, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, <laughs> I already have not done very good at that. <laughs> but I'm aware of it. But I'm aware. <laughs> yeah. And just like trying to be a little bit more mindful this month and just carrying it forward to try... If you can, to reduce plastic in those areas where you don't really need it. Mm -hmm. And I think there's even certain Instagram accounts that are doing plastic-free tips every day. Yes. I think it's every day. And there are things that you wouldn't even think of Mm -hmm. to help you reduce your plastic consumption. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like you can totally think outside of the box for things like this. Mm -hmm. So like i think the one for yesterday was to stop plastic wrapping your luggage yeah when you travel mm-hmm. um i think it's a big thing when you travel internationally but there's eco-friendly ways to prevent people getting into your things yeah um, like put a lock on it yeah put a lock on it um get a suitcase that has a if you're in the market for suitcases but find one that has one of those um, three I don't know what to call them but the 3 number slide lock things oh yeah the like padlock type thing yeah it's kind of like a padlock um, that's sh- it's just built into the suitcase right. um and I mean I guess if someone's desperate enough to cut into your suitcase I suppose that's going to happen but uh, but also Plastic isn't going to stop them just as much as a lock's not going to stop them. Yeah, so so yeah, so little things like that, very just like simple and practical. Mm-hmm. Just try to think about ways where you personally can maybe cut out that plastic. Like for me, I started using shampoo bars, and now I don't have to, now I'm not using those plastic containers that hold your shampoo. And that's one way that I'm reducing plastic. So just little things like that. Maybe just look at your everyday lifestyle in a different lens and see in what ways you can cut out plastics. So another thing that I learned when I was researching recycling is, I don't know if you've noticed this, but in those little recycle triangles that they have on packaging, they have numbers inside of them. Have you Mm -hmm. ever noticed that? I have. Okay. So I've noticed this, but never have understood what it meant. Because there's not really, like, a code that is very well known, at least to me. Like, I didn't know anything about what the numbers meant. I just Mm -hmm. was like, oh, this is a number two, or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) You can tell it's a two, because of the way it is. (laughs) (laughs) So these numbers actually have a meaning, surprisingly. (laughs) Is it? Is it? percentage of recycled materials included no but that's a good guess what? so it's a code for how easy it is to recycle oh so I'll tell you the numbers tell no. me okay I gotta go look at my stuff now I know me too I need to like start looking even before I buy I want to start yeah. looking at what the stuff is so numbers and also it said it kind of depends on your state and probably county as well, mm-hmm. the numbers. It might vary a little bit, um, but in general, this is what the numbers look like. So numbers three, five, six, and seven mean that they're difficult to recycle. Like what happened to four? Well, I'm getting... Where would they skip? Okay, okay. Oh I'll listen, sorry, i listen. <laughs> I don't know I don't know what the system is. Why would you skip four? <laughs> That's just what it said, okay? Okay. right. I'm sure I'm sure there's a reason for it. So those ones are more difficult to recycle. So if you see a plastic or if you're getting a plastic that has those numbers on it, maybe just look at it twice and be like is this something that I really need? Is there an alternative that I can get that might be easier to recycle? Mm-hmm. Maybe just think twice about getting plastics that have those numbers on them. And so, so oh, it's only materials that have been recycled? No, these are like like any materials that you get, like on a plastic, not any materials that you get, whatever, like, you know, that recycling symbol that says that this product can be recycled. Oh yeah. It's those. So it doesn't necessarily mean that it's made out of recycled materials, but it, but it means that it can be recycled. be recycled. So maybe with those higher numbers, just think about if there's other ways that you can recycle them or use it again. So they're numbers three, five, six, and seven. Yes. Gotcha. And then numbers one, two and four are the most commonly and easy to recycle in wherever you are. Why would they do that? What do you mean? One, two, and four, and three. She's so caught up on the numbers. Five, six, and seven. I don't know. Why would you do that? I didn't make the rules. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's it's not that three just suddenly decided to exist. (laughs) I don't know. I really, I couldn't tell you. I think that each number is for a certain type of material. And so I wonder if it just happened to fall that way. I don't know. I think this is a flawed system. I'm going to tell them right now. Don't take it up with me. I just am the I'm messenger. shooting the messenger. <laughs> so now you know what those numbers mean. I don't expect you to remember it, but now you can be aware that those numbers exist and maybe just look it up next time you're at the store. I think I'm going to remember it. Okay. Since you're so caught up on this number thing. I am. It's, I'm really hung up on it. <laughs> Um, Okay, so just some kind of action items on what you can do to be more mindful about this whole recycling process is, like I said, just be more mindful when you're shopping, you know, look at those recycling numbers when you're buying plastics, um, look at the product and its packaging and see if there's alternatives that have less packaging, um, stuff like that. Also, like I said, look for ways to buy products with less packaging. Clean the plastics before you recycle. Please. Please. We'll try to do it too. We're all in this together. (laughs) That was like poorly off key. I know. I'm sorry. I'm super tone deaf. Um, Tone deaf. My apologies. What did you say? Tone deaf. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> um when there isn't recycling available say something about it so like what going all the way back to the beginning what me and Celia were talking Bringing about. It all the way back around all the way back around uh, our com- apartment complex apartment complex what? we <laughs> we don't have a recycling container near us it's like a block away and so we make the effort to go drop that stuff off over there. But for a lot of people, it's just not convenient. And so it's just not something that they think about. And so by asking the complex if there's something that they can do to put a recycling bin in here, um, it makes it more accessible to the people who live in the complex. And hopefully that will get them to recycle more. So that's all I've got. Woo! We did it! We did it! (laughs) That was episode two. Episode two. Do you have anything else to add at the end here? I don't think so. This was a roller coaster of an episode. It was. It was a long one. Sorry, guys. Thanks for hanging in there. I hope you come back and visit for episode three. If you've made it this far. If you've made it this far. Yeah, props. We are excited to have you along for the ride. So, um... I'm just going to put in a little plug at the end here. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter. We're at G4 Podcast. Um, also, you can go um, give a follow to our Facebook page at Good Girls Go Green. Um, or feel free to send us an email if you have any suggestions or requests on what we should talk about at Good Girls Go Green Podcast at gmail.com.
1: you're the dummy that don't believe in science written on your forehead always be denying you're the dummy that don't believe in science written on your forehead always be denying hey hey,